You're listening to The Lively Show, episode 56. Welcome to The Lively Show. I'm your host, Jess Lively, and this blogcast is designed to uplift, inspire, and add a little extra intention to your everyday. Happy holiday week, guys. Today, I am speaking with you while my brother is in town, my parents are in town, and my other middle brother, because I have two younger brothers, is on his way into town this evening. So I'm going to make this episode pretty short because I want to spend my time with my family, and I'm guessing that you want to spend time with your family and friends as well. I want to spend today first announcing the giveaway winners from the week of giving, And then I want to hand over the mic to you guys. I've just spent this morning listening to the messages that were shared for the gift of giving giveaway, which was the collection of items that were my favorite things from this year. And I have to tell you, there's definitely been a lot of teary eyes listening to these messages, and it was very hard to narrow down a few of the stories to share. But I promise you, this is the perfect way to end the year of The Lively Show with you guys speaking about your stories, gifts, and inspiration. Before we get started, let's talk about the week of giving. It was a huge success. I didn't really have any expectations as far as comments or numbers of entries in anything. I really just wanted to give. And it was so awesome to see how many of you did reach out and follow on Instagram and share where you're listening to The Lively Show. And starting with Monday, the week of giving with the mentorship for a year... I have 114 applications to go through. And I know from last year having not even as many as that, it took several days to read through and respond. And what I'm going to do instead of spending that time responding to every person individually is to create a little guide that I think might be helpful for everyone. And instead of spending days responding to emails, what I will do is spend days after the holidays and after Christmas focusing on a three-part video series that will help you live intentionally in 2015. On Tuesday, we had the Gift of Giving giveaway, which is a collection of my favorite things. That winner is number 11, Sarah Pressler. She is going to be the first message you hear in the next messages to come when I share these stories of giving. And just so you guys know, I did do when it came to the Gift of Giving Super Fan giveaway and Life with Intention Online. We used random number generators to pick the winners. So that was number 11 was Sarah Pressler for the Gift of Giving. When it comes to the super fan giveaway, we had two winners. We had number 96, which is Mrs. Ella's, or I'm not really sure how to say it, M-R-S-E-L-L-E-Z, Mr. Sellas, Mrs. Ellie's. I'm not sure how you say it, but you've won the gift of giving giveaway, as well as A. Kovac 89, A-K-O-V-A-C-H-89. Thank you guys so much. It's so cool to go through the hashtag The Lively Show on Instagram. If you have a chance to see where everyone's listening from, it's so fun to see all of your personalities and your scenery come to life. And then last but not least, we have Life with Intention Online Scholarships. It was so cool to see all those messages and all the areas you guys are working on in 2015. And the winners are number 24 and number 16, which are Katie Evans and Chen Hope Me. If you go back and look at the comments, because of discuss and the fact that people can upvote and put the order of things into different places, basically, you can jumble the comments around, I went straight through the actual WordPress comments. So I could go through in the order of actual comment made. So Katie Evans and Chen Hope Me are the winners. 
And again, guys, thank you guys so much for this year. I am so grateful. And after listening to all of these messages about the gift of giving, I cannot wait to hand this mic over to you guys. I'm going to take a little bit of a break between now and the new year so that I can spend time with my family as they're in town here in Austin. And then to work on the week of the new year or that kind of like January 6th, I'm so excited to be sharing this program I'm creating for you to help you live intentionally. So I'm going to be spending my time focusing there. I also have a playlist post coming up on Tuesday next week for you and some other things through email. So you'll still be hearing from me, but it'll be a little quieter on the Lively Show until January. And then we'll be back and better than ever. And in the meantime, this is a great chance to catch up on past episodes that you may have missed in the past. Or if you've started listening throughout the year, maybe you go back and listen to some of the earlier shows. Thank you guys so much for making the Lively Show a part of your life. And may something wonderful happen to you throughout the rest of 2014. And now let's hand over the mic. Hi, Jess. This is Sarah from Washington, D.C. My favorite giving story was uh, my mom's birthday just this past March, and she is a huge birthday person when it comes to celebrating other people despite anything else that's going on in her life. Um, A few years ago, my grandma passed away, her mom, just a few days before my 30th birthday, and she, even at my urging, would not uh, let that deter her from her normal celebrating. So this past year, I really wanted to do something special for her. Uh, She loves cupcakes, and specifically Georgetown cupcakes, which, as you may know, started down here in the D.C. area. So I decided to ship her a box of 12 Georgetown cupcakes. I had to keep it a secret for about two weeks and I kind of downplayed what uh, I was sending her and I actually sent along a card and a little present to arrive a day or two before to make her think that was it. Uh, And then I had them delivered to her work. Um, And they, for those of you who haven't had Georgetown cupcakes, they come in this pink box. It's unmistakable. And their big uh, UPS shipping box is pink as well. So I had them delivered to her work. She called me immediately and was in tears and was just so happy to be able to share that with her coworkers. And, you know, it really uh, made me realize how happy it makes me to give things to others. So it was something small, um, but how much I looked forward to that and also how much uh, happiness it brought to her really was great. Hi, Jess. This is Kendra from Washington, D.C. And first, I want to thank you for your weekly podcasts and these mini editions. I started listening to your show a few months ago when I had just moved to the district And each episode has really helped me to approach this transition and my new career in so many positive and meaningful ways. I want to share about a gift that I think both impacted the person I gave it to and myself more than I thought it would. It was a gift that I gave to a college roommate during my senior year. We were both living in an off-campus apartment and we were rarely seeing each other at the apartment. We had completely opposite schedules. Um, I felt like our interactions were short at best and insincere at their worst. I realized that my roommate had been going to bed around 3 or 4 in the morning every single night during this crazy busy season. And so I went to the store. As I was picking up my regular groceries, I decided to get her some late night snacks, just like some tea that I knew we both really liked and some chocolate. I wrote a little encouraging post-it note and just stuck it to the box of the tea and put it inside of the cupboard where she keeps all of her tea. 
after that, I didn't see her in the morning or anything. We didn't have a big like, oh, thank you and hugging moment um, because our schedules just continued to never overlap. But I noticed that she had stuck the post-it note to the inside of one of the kitchen cupboards where she kept her tea and saw that every single time she went to open that cupboard. Realizing that made me understand how encouragement is so important when living with someone else. I can be a really type A roommate sometimes, not in a confrontational way, but in a quiet way where I just sort of get silently resentful when my roommate is doing things or living in a way that I personally wouldn't live. Um, But realizing that my gift and my encouragement could really make a difference in my roommate's life really opened my heart and softened my heart to how much encouragement can mean to someone else, especially when we can all just become a little too stressed or tired to really pay attention to the needs of each other. And I knew that I was letting myself do that before I had given this gift to her. So yeah, that's a gift that I think has really changed my approach to how I approach living with other people. And I think it meant a lot to my roommate at the time as well. When I was about 13 years old, I went on a mission trip to Honduras with my family. And I remember sitting outside of a church with one of those mini water misting fans. If you know what I'm talking about, it's pretty much exactly how it sounds. When a Honduran girl about my age, the time came up to me. And she pointed at my fan, and she looked really intrigued with it, and so I playfully spritzed her with some of the water, and she started laughing and seemed quite amused with my little trinket. So I handed it to her to try out herself, and after playing with it for a little bit, she passed it back to me, but I gestured to her that she could keep it. And then she lit up with the most adorable smile and grabbed my hand, and when the church service began, she led me inside She was still holding my hand and continued to hold it throughout the service. And when it was time for me to leave, she gave me this huge hug. And this was all over, like a little (laughs) mist fan. And this is the memory, the only memory that's clear to me from my trip back then. And it showed me what simple little gestures can do and how a bit of kindness can bring two people together without any words exchanged. Hi Jess, this is Deirdre, and I want to thank you so much for the show this year. I've learned so much and enjoyed listening to it. I wanted to share a story of a gift I gave to my mother. We had a difficult relationship, and I really wanted to give her something that would say thank you, but I often found it hard to put into words or to have a conversation that did that. Years before, I had given my father a photo book along with my siblings, and she often commented on it. And we knew she wanted one, but we also knew it would be a challenge because she was never happy with any photos of herself. She was a beautiful woman, but really harshly critical of herself and especially of her own photos. So I did create a photo book, but I used photos that represented things that she had given me. And I named the book Gifts from My Mother. I took a physical photo, you know, actual physical things that she had given me, I included as well. You know, there were some really thoughtful gifts of things that she had given me that meant a lot to me. The teapot I still use today and um, a beautiful blanket. But most of the book concentrated on other gifts that she had given me. And it was such a powerful experience for me just putting the book together 
to realize my love of theater and storytelling. So many things came from her. I took photos of old books of hers that she had passed on to me that had a profound impact. I included photos of her mother, uh, my grandmother, and her own grandmother, my great-grandmother, because she really did value them and the connection of family. And it made me really appreciate her, despite whatever challenges our relationship had, that there were profound ways that she had impacted me. I included a recipe and, you know, just how her cooking had influenced me. And it became one of her most treasured possessions. You know, she loved that book and it didn't reflect or bring out her critical side if it had been the way it would have if it had been physical photos of her. But instead it told a story that in conversation I don't think she would have heard the way that she was able to hear it in that book. And she has since passed on, and now I have the book, and I'm so grateful for it, and I'm so grateful I did it, because it really was an opportunity that I didn't know I wouldn't have for long. So thanks so much. Hi, Jess. This is Kaylee from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Thank you so much for this wonderful giveaway. I wanted to share with you a moment from when I was either 10 or 11 years old. I was living in Omaha, Nebraska at the time, and Beanie Babies were the thing. And I had convinced my my poor mother to stand in line at one of our local malls um, because they were having this huge shipment of all these really collectible Beanie Babies. So we probably stood in line for three hours, and by the time I got into the store, there was one really highly covetable Beanie Baby left, and I remember it was a purple bear with a rose on it to memorialize Princess Diana because she had just passed away. And I grabbed it, and I was standing in line to pay, and the little girl behind me was crying because all of the Beanie Babies were gone. And she had to have been about three or four. And I turned around and I gave her mine, um, and I just said, you know, this means more to you than it will to me. And we left the store empty-handed. And my mom was just completely blown away and tried to reiterate to me, remember this feeling of joy that you have now because that's what it feels like to give back to somebody all the time. And gosh, that made me choke up a little bit. Um, I have tried to apply that almost daily since then, and I'm 28 now. Um, and I hope that I can share that lesson with my little boy when he is old enough to understand. That Beanie Baby probably didn't mean a thing to her later on, and she probably never remembers the girl that gave it to her. But I remember that story, and I remember making somebody feel good and special. And I was just only 10 years old. I carry that with me now, and I try to share joy with anyone that I meet. Um, So thank you so much for this giveaway and sharing your wonderful talent with your podcast. I love listening to it, um, and I hope you have a very Merry Christmas. Earlier this year, I attended an event for breast cancer survivors at which they shared their bucket list. The stories were so touching, and I felt compelled to make the items on their list happen. So I started a fundraiser and began contacting companies to donate. Last week, I received a handwritten note from one of the first recipients, an elderly woman, who got to go on a trip with her husband to Bald Head Island. It had been something they wanted to do for many years. She told me of the wonderful day they had, 
the total kindness of strangers and the memories that she and her husband, who has Alzheimer's, will have forever. My husband and I were so touched by the message. We both had tears in our eyes after reading it, and I felt totally overwhelmed with gratitude for everyone who participated in the fundraiser um, and donated their time and were so gracious to these folks when they arrived on Baldhead Island. Uh, I was reminded of a quote by Edward Everett Hale, I am only one, but I am one. I cannot do everything, but I can do something.